Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown. I'm Kat. And I am T. How are you doing? I am doing okay. Excited to get into the word? I am. I am. Yeah, me too. Looking forward to this. Yeah, last week we started, or not last week, last episode, we dove into the first chapter of Joshua. And Mm -hmm. uh, he's getting the keys from Moses. And um, it's, it's looking violent. And there were there was a sex worker who helped some of the spies out. Yeah, if I've um, been told correctly, I think Joshua kind of gets a little power hungry. Yeah, he. And, uh, I think that's what, he gets punished by God. Of course, like God knows that you're gonna mess up. That's why he has all the punishments listed. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day, and uh, that person kind of let me know. Um, they brought Joshua up, and I was like, huh, funny, you should say that." In my head, I thought this funny that this person should say that. I'm actually on Joshua now. You know, since God, the Lord was hand selecting people back then, he might have, you know, found somebody cool, you know. This was part of my argument <laughs> with per the discussion I was having with this person. It's but, like, why did God choose that person? It's like, well, just to show that God can use anybody. It's like, okay. <laughs> I'm... I mean, I've said this many times, but this is just remixed again for today. I'm under the impression that a lot of people cannot separate um, ethics and being a quote unquote good person with Christianity and or religion. They've done such a good job of conflating the two that like people, like I said, like you've dealt with blowback. People get like, like physically like ready to like fight you sometimes if you say something critical. I'm dealing with no blowback anymore. (laughs) Life is great because I'm a, I'm saying what I want to say and I uh, got my mojo back. Ain't that what Austin Power said? Yeah, it's the I'm return of mode. the Mac. It is, is. sort of not 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 fully that, but sure, but it's just, just I ain't, I'm not song. living. Yeah, I'm not living under the thumb of people. I've people had to lay my foot down in life and say i'm not gonna live under the thumb of other people well, least, dictating what i'm gonna fucking do so at least you're yeah. figuring that out early a lot of people like get very late into life before they realize that's how they've been living their life so um and it's, it can be kind of sad so whatever so we're reading the uh, new revised standard version um we're gonna start with joshua 4 today uh mm-hmm. 12 stones set up at Gilligan. Gilga, Gilgal. When the entire nation had finished crossing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Select twelve men from the people, one from each tribe, and command them, Take twelve stones from here out of the middle of the Jordan, and from the place where the priest's feet stood, carry them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you camp tonight. Then Joshua summoned the twelve men from the Israelites whom he had appointed appointed one from each tribe. Joshua said to them, pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan, and each of you take up a stone on his shoulder, one for each of the tribes of the Israelites, so that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, 
What do those stones mean to you? And you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off in front of the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the water of the Jordan cut off. So these stones shall be to the Israelites a memorial forever. The Israelites did as Joshua commanded. They took up 12 stones out of the middle of the Jordan according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites as the Lord told Joshua carried them over with them to the place where they were camped and laid them down there. Joshua set up 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan in a place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood and they are there to this day. The priests who bore the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded Joshua to tell the people. According to all that Moses had commanded Joshua, the people crossed over in haste as soon as all the people had finished crossing over the ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in front of the people. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed before the Israelites as Moses had ordered them. About 40,000 armed for war crossed before the Lord to the plains of Jericho for battle. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him as they had stood in awe of Moses in all the days of his life. The Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant to come up out of the Jordan. Joshua therefore commanded the priests come up out of the Jordan. When the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came up from the middle of the Jordan and the soles of the priest's feet touched the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before. The people came up out of the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month and they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. Those 12 stones which they had taken out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgah, saying to the Israelites, when your children ask their parents in time to come, what do these stones mean? And you shall let your children know, Israel crossed over the Jordan here on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you crossed over as the Lord your God did the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we crossed over. And so all so that all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty and so that you may fear the Lord your God forever. <sighs> Thanks be. Yeah, Lord hear our prayer. So it was very long-winded so, and repetitive. Per usual. So am I interpreting this correctly? Um, they use the stones to cross the Jordan? No, what I got from it was that Joshua, like, did a miracle and like dried up the Jordan, like the Red Sea. And then while they were passing through, he had 12 dudes pick out the gotcha. stones. All right. Yeah. So that- I was like following with you, but also <laughs> I was thinking I about there, stuff though. at the same time. So, okay, cool. Um, I don't really have anything for this. I mean, I think it's, this is actually, despite it being repetitive, pretty straightforward for, I'm still of the opinion that this is still probably just myth. I don't think this is like our real story. Oh, you know, it's just part of the propaganda. The Ark of the Covenant shows up a lot. That's always a, you know, a banger. So, yeah, I'm just this was just a less good version of the Red Sea. You know, per my debate this week, it just really solidified. um, Again, that one, people will do everything to protect their belief system. Um, 
and I had brought up part of the conversation because we actually got to talking about the Bible and religion. I mean, it's almost like every conversation leads back to that in some way, form or fashion. But we only got to that because the person I was talking to went to go see Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever. Um, and I don't know if you had noticed because you've seen this, too. There was some um, there was a segment in the movie. Don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen, but there's a segment in the movie where religion is being used to essentially, um, you know, persecute people. And so, you know, we talked about that part, but that's not even actually what led us to the conversation. What actually led us to the conversation is the person I was talking to is from Africa. They're from Ethiopia. And they had let me know that they took issue with some things in the movie being from Africa. Um, and I, I could see where they got some issue from it. But one of the things they pointed out was that um, I'm going to butcher her name, but Michaela Coelho, Coella, whatever the girl from. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Her name is Michaela. Michaela. What, uh, what's her <laughs> Michaela Cole. Okay. Sorry. Like every time I see She's her name, dope. I just like, yeah, I think she's dope as uh, hell. I love her show. I may destroy you. Um, although I didn't finish it, but and regardless, I have not seen that. It's really funny. But I think she's dope. Um, dope, 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 dope. Um, but anyway, her character is um, alluded to be gay uh, in the film, um, which is also th- true this in is the comic book. Fine, it didn't just come out of thin air. Oh, see, I didn't know that. See, that's Which, why you talk to your girl, Kat, because she gives you the inside tea on all the nerddom. Oh, well, I I didn't read the comics, but that would have been a nice um, thing to know when I was yeah. having this discussion with this person. It wasn't just a tacked-on thing. Like, okay, because this person comic. definitely felt like this was some Hollywood shit that they tried to ban would, it never, in China. would never fly in Africa. Um, yeah, because there's no gay people in Africa. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Well, no. They acknowledge that the, it is gay, but that that is not an acceptable thing there, and that um, they interpreted it that they feel like, because I even made the argument, I was like, well, Wakanda is you know a progressive society, so they might be more willing to accept that type of behavior. Not that there's anything wrong with it. And this person was like, yeah, but I feel like that's some Hollywood shit because Hollywood, and they they feel like um you know the colonial european way is basically condescending and trying to talk down to people in africa saying Whatever. that if we don't accept this we, that we're wrong first off we got the homophobia from the colonizers like that's the thing like before all this anyway i'm sorry hey man i'm just the messenger and also anyway. the other thing like the what they drew on from wakanda forever they didn't go to ethiopia they went to like zimbabwe and south africa like it's a whole different region and stuff like that so for a lot of their a lot of the atrs not christianity but just african traditional religions queerness isn't seen as what we, we call queerness or homosexuality isn't seen as a sin it's just accepted as part of nature so yeah um and also it's interesting ethiopia is a very misogynistic culture like that's where they still practice a lot of the female genital mutilation so a lot of times where you find misogyny you also find homophobia you know i uh i get that a lot from 
from old boy. This ended from this individual. Yep. Um, although I will say, because I don't want to, I think that this person is genuinely a good person, but just like anybody else, yeah, we all have our we're, flaws. We're all products of our culture. Here, let's do this uh, Joshua 5 because it's about circumcision. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's in a rush. So let's do this. Excuse me. Uh, the new generation is circumcised. When all the kings of the Amorites beyond the Jordan to the west and all the kings of the Canaanites by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the Israelites until they had crossed over, their hearts melted and there was no longer any spirit in them because of the Israelites. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites a second time. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites at Gibeath Heharoloth. Um, yes, this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the males of the people who came out of Egypt, all the warriors had died during the journey through the wilderness after they had come out of Egypt. Although all the people who came out had been circumcised, yet all the people born on the journey through the wilderness after they had come out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the Israelites traveled 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, the warriors who came out of Egypt, perished not having listened to the voice of the Lord to them, the Lord swore that he would not, he would not let them see the land that he had sworn to their ancestors to give us a land flowing with milk and honey. So it was their children whom he raised up in their place that Joshua was circumcised for they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. When the circumcising of all the nation was done, they remained in their places in a camp until they were healed. The Lord said to Joshua, today I have rolled away from the disgrace of Egypt. And so that place is called Gilgah to this day, the Passover at Gilgah. While the Israelites were camped in Gilgah, they kept the, they, they kept the Passover in the evening on the 14th day of the month in the plains of Jericho. On the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate the product of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased on the day they ate the produce of the land and the Israelites no longer had manna. They ate the crops of the land of Canaan that year. Joshua's vision. Once when Joshua was by Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing before him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went to him and said to him, are you one of us or one of our adversaries? He replied, neither. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worship. And he said to him, what do you command your servant, my Lord? The commander of the army of the Lord said to Joshua, remove the sandals from your feet for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Oh, boy. OK, so got a little action here. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. got a sword. It's very anime. <laughs> Um, I mean, once again, this is all still just kind of giving me myth because, you know, they said the manna finally stopped because they were on the land. So manna, if everybody remembers, was just the magical bread from heaven that got sent, sent every day. Mm. You had to get a double portion because you wouldn't send it out on Sabbath. You just had to collect extra the day before. Mm -hmm. And, um, let's see. Um, and I just always like to remind people that the Exodus story is, you know, give it it's a myth. It's nothing really rooting it in history or reality. Um, 
They said circumcised a lot. I always thought this was just a weird custom. God is really, really concerned with baby genitals. Um, and like I mentioned before, a lot of countries in the Middle East and Africa still practice female genital mutilation, which is just, they use as, they call that circumcision. And, um, and what's the reasoning for that again? Is it just because they don't like the aesthetic control, of? Mostly like different places justify it different ways, but most people think it's been around for thousands of years. There's some evidence that maybe Cleopatra was, you know, had this procedure. Um, a lot control of, time, of their sexual desires. Oh, yes. And I think it's also mm. to send a message too, where it's like, you know, you, cause the women enforce it. Like every woman that I've read a story when they talk about, you know, having this done to them, it's always a female family member who takes them to have it done and has the, you know, and does the procedure. So um, I think it's just part of the subjugation. I think it is partly to try to limit uh, pleasure and it's done in different ways. Sometimes it's to guarantee virginity because some of the women have to be cut open. Um, it's just a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. Um, I, I ultimately think originally it goes back to wanting to have like a strict binary of man and woman. And so the clitoris, which is usually kind of the universal in female genital mutilation, having that cut off, like that's seen as too masculine. And so, you know, it's for some yeah and then even with men like cutting off your foreskin that might be seen as too feminine because it almost looks like vaginal lips so oh, i don't know about that i just don't think it looks good i don't I, me personally i think we should leave the baby genitals alone unless there's i think you should choose i think you should be able to choose i mean here's the like thing. anything else sure that's what i'm saying leave the baby genitals alone because babies can't make a choice <sighs> I agree. I, I agree with that. <laughs> so especially you, for like everyone who's else. so worried about like trans kids, like getting interventions and stuff like that. Or I don't know if you heard about Dwayne Wade's ex trying. Yeah, to... we've mentioned. Oh, I don't, I don't hear about his ex, but we've talked about Dwayne Wade on here. Before. Yeah, like um, well, his daughter his child, at least. say it like is trying to trans uh, transition, but her mom is trying to block it and stuff. And people are like, "Well, she's too young to know what she." I'm like. Man, don't nobody say that about circumcision. Like, they're definitely too young to know. This is true. So, yeah. I mean, I think everybody should be able to choose. And I think if... I mean, personally, I think children should, you know, just wait till you're like 18 or an adult. But at the same time, if my kid comes to me and says, hey, man, I want to do this, I'm just going to support it went to a drag show this past week and oh, yeah. um, to, in support of my sister who Did you have any um, it, pictures um just family pictures i don't i don't have any pictures of me just oh yeah i mean i took a picture i took some pictures with the um the drag queens um i wanted to show support and that was for me that was big because um my sister who identifies as a cisgender woman but was part of that uh, people set in place to help put this together. Um, it was just a big thing. I wanted to go down there and support. And um, it's funny because this was bigger to her than I realized. Um, that's a whole nother story. But um, I was confronted with some of my discomfort in that moment too. Like, you know, I'm, I try to be very progressive and like, Hey, you know, whatever. But 
you, you have a lifetime of programming and I like set front row at this drag show. And, um, I've been told that I'm a pretty attractive guy. And so, um, that was, it's like sitting front row at a comedy show. Like you're, you're quote unquote target. And so like the drag Queens definitely made it a point to come over. And, um, I mean, they didn't do like too much, but you know, they definitely like touch my face and like, uh, we're talking to me, got a little flirty. Mm-hmm. We're talking to me and stuff. And, uh, it's funny. Cause I found it like, it was, it was a moment where it was like a little uncomfortable, but at the same time it was like, ah, oh, I guess I'm attractive to all, all genders. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. She has universal appeal <laughs> listeners, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what's up. Yes. So yeah, um, the strict binary yeah. is, that's also a myth. Like there's just, just a lot that can be in between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else for that either. Uh, I mean, that was, again, the story was pretty straightforward. Yeah, circumcision, people. Chop, chop, chop. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wait, what do you think about, I guess, uh, the, the? I mean, I'm assuming this would be like an angel, the commander who was um, showed their selves to Joshua? Yeah, I was going to say. Was that's leading back. somewhere. Because I was like, there's a sword. You just mentioned the sword. Because I said it was like an anime. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Joshua 6. Totally, maybe they've done that already. I feel like I did watch something like an anime that was based on some Bible stuff. Joshua 6. Jericho taken and destroyed. Now Jericho was shut up inside and out because of the, the Israelites. No one came out and no one went in. The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have handed Jericho over to you along with its king and soldiers. You shall march around the city all the warriors circling the city at once thus you shall do for six days with seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times the priests blowing the trumpets when they make a long blast with the ram's horn as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet so all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall down flat and all the people shall charge straight ahead so joshua son of nun summoned the priest and said to them take up the art of the covenant and have seven priests carry the seven trumpets of of ram's horns in front of the ark of the lord to the people he said go forward and march around the city have the armed men pass on before the ark of the lord as Joshua commanded the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord following them. And the armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets. The rear guard came after the Ark while the trumpet blew continually. To the people, Joshua gave this command, you shall not, you shall not shout or let your voice be heard nor shall you utter a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. For the ark of the Lord went around the city, circling at once, and they came into the camp. They spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord passed on, blowing the trumpets continually. The armed men went before them, and the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord while the trumpets blew continually. On the second day, they marched around the city once and then returned to the camp. They did this for six days. On the seventh day, they rose early at dawn and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priest had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout! For the Lord has given you the city and the city and all 
the city and all that is in it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall live because she hid the messengers we sent. As for you, keep away from the things devoted to destruction so as not to covet and take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel an object of destruction and bring trouble upon it. But all silver and gold vessels of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and they shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the shout of the trumpets, they raised a great shout and the wall fell down flat. So the people charged straight ahead into the city and captured it. Then they devoted to the destruction by the edge of the sword all of the city, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep and donkeys. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, go into the prostitute's house and bring the woman out of it and all who belong to her as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought Rahab out along with her father, her mother, her brothers, and all who belonged to her. They brought all her kindred out and set them outside the camp of Israel. They burned down the city and everything in it. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her, Joshua spared her. Her family has lived in Israel ever since. For she hid the messengers from whom Joshua sent out to spy Jericho. Joshua then pronounced this oath, saying, Curse before the Lord be anyone who tries to build this city, this Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest, he shall set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. You gotta get down or lay down. Basically, that is what that was. But uh, shout out to Rahab, the prostitute, for, you know. I mean, that's smart. the name of the game, surviving. So she did it. Well played, Rahab. I feel like we've discussed her before, though. Yeah. There was a story of her letting the messenger, like the story of her letting the messengers in and hiding okay. them. Which was also mentioned again here. But cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, she, uh, she knew how to, she was a survivor. I'm, to me, this, just the way they're describing this, they're clearly the bad guys. This is as if the bad guys wrote, I mean, everybody rewrites history. You know, the victor gets to rewrite the history books, but like, this was terrible. Like, they just surrounded the city for seven days, just creepily walking around blowing horns, like, that's rude. And then just was like, hey, just kill everything. But hey, you know, it's sacred to the Lord that go. So, you know, make sure you bring the spoils and stuff like that. It's like they went in and just killed everybody. Save the gold and the hookers. <laughs> you need somebody to bang after all that fight. I would imagine so. So, yeah, it's giving. Um, uh, it's not to me. It's not giving holiness or like this is the best. uh, uh a god could come up with these this is straight thuggish like gangster ass we're gonna bum rush the city also again costing more lives on both sides god could have easily just you know done anything because he's omnipotent <laughs> <laughs> could have all powerful you could just just made that not happen yeah. but yeah i guess that is not the case and um that's not the mysterious ways in which the Lord of Israel works. He's got to make yeah. it hard. You know, the whole point of him making people is to entertain himself. So, like, if things are going smoothly, where's the, there's no conflict. That's boring. 
So yeah, you gotta, you know, kill some people for yeah. you know violence. That's the easiest way to get entertainment. So um, yeah, yeah that, so we, that's and I now I understand why too. That. Like when I was little, there always had to be like a children's Bible because if you give like a kid just a Bible Bible. It's it's like, oh, so they killed all the old people, too? And the sheep? It's like, yeah, all the little sheep. It's like, and the donkeys? It's like, yeah, and the donkeys. Like, everything had to go. And just think about how, like, they didn't have, like, semi-automatic weapons. They had to, like, kill stuff with their hands. Yep. You can't shoot them from a mile away. That's what he said in Godfather. This isn't the army where you shoot them from a mile you gotta away. Get you got to get up on... <laughs> and right in your exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, I got to say, it's... Um, I mean, it's it's not like it's more violent under Joshua, but he does seem to have a certain... Um, Joshua. It's like, yeah, everybody knows me around here. I'm famous all the land. I killed all them people. <laughs> Ask about me. Well, I'm excited to see because I don't remember the story of Joshua growing up. So I'm excited to see uh, how his fall from grace happens. I always felt like I liked Joshua. Well, I liked it better because I was like, well, damn, he got to see the, you know, the Holy Land. And I felt like um, things went smoother for Joshua than they did for Moses. But of course, Moses had to, you know, carry everybody like they were wandering around and stuff. Josh, yeah, Josh, but the Josh first person through the door that they is stole. always the bloodiest. And it kind of really makes sense why the Catholic Church, like the role they took in colonialism, like, you know, finally, there's all this reckoning for all these European museums and the Vatican who have all these. Um, cultural treasures from countries they colonized and they're like oh, I don't know what you're talking about they, they, this was a gift um, like you know Ooh, but, I like, literally had this conversation yesterday too really oh yeah we talked we touched a lot of a lot of this stuff okay. yesterday when I was talking to well uh, yeah they they need to give a lot of these countries like they just need to give it back it doesn't matter what happens to it it's theirs so you stole it it doesn't matter like, well, I've had it for so long it's like shut up give it back and but yeah. it, but while you're out of it get the fuck out of Africa How yeah about like but I mean that's the playbook like what we read just now was like you go in you kill the people you take the stuff because the the Lord needs it for treasury. Because, you know, God, once again, the Lord is giving broke, bitch. You know, again, I think I've said this before, but I feel like for all the time we spend putting into Bible worship and following this thing, man, we probably could have cured so many diseases and probably just definitely instituted way more birth easier. control. Um, cause that was a big part of the Catholic church blocking birth control in developing nations so that, you know, the women are crippled by the, you know, burden of bearing and raising, you know, large amounts of children instead of, you know, a mouthy bitch like myself who's had birth control since I started doing it. So I was able to choose when I had kids and, you know, therefore have a little more control over my life, but. Uh, the Lord isn't up on that. Doesn't like that. When you were, um, <laughs> this might be too personal. I can edit um, it out. 
Okay. When you were, <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you just said something. I was just curious. So when you were in a, um, when you were married and you were deciding to have children, did you all, did you only use condoms up until you were like, all right, let's just do, do it without condoms or without protection. And then like, I was on, I was on the pill. Okay. Yeah. And then you just stopped taking your pills? No, like it was, I don't know exactly what happened. You know, it's not a hundred percent. So it was, oh, it was okay. a little bit of a whoopsie daisy, but I still decided to, you know, have, you know, go through with the pregnancy. Like I didn't have to. So it was just oh. one of those things where everything was intentional because I mean, I didn't necessarily conceive intentionally, but like actually going through with the pregnancy, it was intentional. Yeah, I feel like I'm being intentional in life. Yeah, right and stuff. And and being able to be in control of that is, you know, that's, it's because people like really had to fight for that because organizations like the Catholic Church and a lot of conservative organizations, very, once again, we see them like attacking Planned Parenthood. That's where I got birth control. Yeah, it is very unfortunate. Um, and I just think about that often how america is essentially this walled garden where we don't really have to deal with a lot of the other things that america may be like certain parts of europe and um yeah other places but those are like the two main ones that stick out to me because they directly benefit from colonialism um yeah. so um yeah Ooh, okay there's a reason that uh you know the, the rest of the world hates us Okay, well, it looks like we've got some very interesting reading coming up because we've got the sin of Akan and its punishment. So punishments are always mm -hmm. cool. It looks like there's some killing. It looks like AI captured by a stratagem and destroyed. So that sounds action-packed. And the Gibbonites save themselves by trickery. I like that. Yeah. Joshua is going to renew the covenant somewhere in there too. So cool. Why does this covenant have to keep getting renewed? Like, this will be the third time. You got to update the standard. So this is like the user. It, you know, that actually is pretty appropriate since people do treat this like a user agreement and don't read it. So I've, I've said update. this <laughs> a lot of times before I think the Bible should be updated, but people keep saying it's the literal word of God. And no. I think you should update this because it's not a uh, it's not good by entire, 2022 not standards. Entirely, but just study it as literature. Like, the Bible is interesting. Like, there's some interesting stuff in here. It's just not real. Like, magic you know isn't what? real. Do I have to, like, to me, it's weird having to tell that to people. We're almost at time, but I want to end with this <laughs> okay. because I feel like, I feel like what is going on with Twitter right now is literally uh, my argument with, against you. Um, just just because my argument has always been free speech, and I think people should be able to say what they want. Free speech. Yeah, but I've said I'm. Oh, follow me here. Okay. I've said that I feel like people should be able to. Um, whatever, do Bible stuff, not kill and stuff like that. <laughs> but essentially, like what I'm saying is, you've mentioned like you just did that this isn't a good book and maybe we shouldn't follow this and stuff like that. And I've always trying to kind of took it from 
I mean, I think there's something to be quote unquote learned from it. Um, but I think now that I have the words or better words to describe that, I think it should be more from a case study type of situation I just versus said like study just literature. Okay, so now I'm agreeing with you again. Well, you were saying like you were fighting. I'm sorry. I, well, yay, I mean, we in agree. the past, if in the past, it feels like we've thought about this, but like. So now we don't even know how to agree. You fault so much. <laughs> you don't know how to agree. <laughs> yes, I agree. I don't, because I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like, we should just, you know, burn all the Bibles and throw It's like, no, the Bible is like, this is part of, you know, culture and should be studied. Well, but because of the, 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 um, and we might have to pick this up another time, but because of like everything that's going on also with Kyrie Irving and the black Israelites, more so Kyrie Irving, not really Kanye West, but just, yeah, I think that is a conversation that should be had on the Patreon. There you go. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, we'll probably touch on some of those yeah, things. Some so of those people more. can kind of learn about because people think like stuff starts existing when they learn about it. But black Israelites have been around for a while and. It, it's such a weird re, like reaction to uh, like being handed the Bible because of racism. But uh, Bible Breakdown podcast at gmail.com. Your body belongs to you. Thanks for listening. T, take us out. Get therapy. Get therapy. Um, I'm going to say it before. Get therapy. And uh, you know, just be a good person. New Revised Standard Version is what we read today. Just in case we didn't say it. Peace out.